We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley with the biggest stories of the day. It's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, the big story here is now what are the next steps after the hiring of D'Amico Ryans for the Texans? And I think the next big question many people are wondering is, uh, and I know Clint is, what's going to happen at offensive coordinator? We told you about the name yesterday, Troy Walters, uh, the wide receiver coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. They uh, they uh, requested to speak with him about their uh, open, I guess open now, Pep, uh, offensive coordinator uh, position and uh, also added to it, Bobby Slowick, uh, the uh, passing game coordinator for the 49ers, a name that's come up a lot, uh, Clint, about their open job. First, I, I do, I got to get to this. You said in the break, you said, <laughs> said that list better grow now. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, and I don't know, I, I don't know what's out there, but, but uh, I, I, I feel like this can't be uh, the, the, the extent of it. I mean, Bobby Slowick is a guy that, um, Look, as far as 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 I know, um, he's been in the game for a while the, at the NFL level. The majority of his time was spent on the defensive side of the football with the the now the Washington Commanders, as well as as um, as as with the 49ers. Um, but he moved, he flipped to the offensive side of the football a couple of years back. It was it 2019? I think is what I read. Um, that that is that that seems like a. Very small sample size to for a defensive-minded head coach to go. Here are the reins to my to my offense. Here are the reins to my quarterback situation, and uh, good luck with with uh, with making it all work. I, I, and look, maybe maybe there's there's something there where this dude is just just unbelievably special, and and it's a it's a, a no-brainer can't pass situation with a Bobby Slowick. But I would like to see a little bit more experience. Just hope a bigger list. I would like to see a little more. Same thing with the head coach search for me, show. I would like yeah. to see a little bit more experience involved at some degree. You're talking about a first-time head coach, defensive-minded head coach. You're talking about a, a guy in Bobby Sloak who's been on the offensive side of the football for, you know, I don't know, I guess it was at three, three, four years now. Um, Troy Walters. Troy only been Walters. In the league for, for two years. Spent the predominant, predominantly years. his career has been spent at the college level. Uh, offensive coordinator at UCF and Nebraska, and I believe Illinois State or something back when he first got into coaching. Um, yeah, I mean, th- these are, are guys that I'm sure are great up-and-coming coaches, but the one thing, again, that sticks out for me is just the experience of what you're going to ask these guys to do. If 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 Bobby Slowick or Troy Walters is the offensive coordinator you want to go to, boy, I, I got to believe that there are some, some position coaches out there um, that – 
are long in the tooth, pelts on the wall, and, and you're going to surround this guy with a ton of experience. At some point, I, I think I think D'Amico and the staff, I think, needs, needs some experience in there. Well, I think the big point and the whole reason of that is, um, I mean, depending on what they bring in, we don't know who the quarterback is, but just as important, who's going to be working with the quarterback in the offense. To your point of what they could do win-wise, I know earlier you said you think this team could win eight or nine games. I think a big point to that is who they hire at this position because that like that person designing, running the offense can really lead you even more to, to how how optimistic you think this, this schedule could be for the Texans. Yeah. Yeah, man. Look, I, I again, it's it's. Um, I just hope to see the list grow. <laughs> I mean, I, to me, I, I like. Yeah, I would you got, feel you're not good with two right now. Look, like I, these I, two, these two right. Like if they hired one of these two, would that change your feeling about this team could run out and win eight or nine games this year? Well, no, no, I, it, it wouldn't not initially. Not, not before I see anything. Like, like I, whatever, whatever decision D'Amico makes. I'm I'm going to at I'm, least give it a chance. Well, look, I mean, D'Amico is obviously first and foremost a phenomenal football coach. He knows what it looks like to have a championship organization. He knows what a a coach that does things in championship fashion looks like. Um, I, I'm I'm going to until I until he proves me different. My I, I plan on going. Okay, if it is Bobby Sloak, I can overlook the fact that he's only been on the offensive side of the football for three seasons. And he's been involved with the with the 49ers who the one thing we you could you you probably have doubt about is that they hadn't got the quarterback situation right and and they can't keep a quarterback healthy. So they, they there's no consistency at the quarterback position, which scares me a little bit. But I'm going to believe in D'Amico and that he's picking the right guy for for all the right reasons. Yeah. yeah. I mean I I just don't believe D'Amico's gonna go in there and go, Well, I, I want a guy that's familiar with this Shanahan, Kubiak, uh West Coast. McVeigh, whatever the hell you want to call it, system. And Bobby, you're the next in line. Come on. Like, I'm just going to believe that D'Amico is, is a little that. deeper than yeah. that. Yeah. So we'll see here. Um, I, I, that, that, that will be a big point to me to see who's running the offense of how, of how I believe this season is going to go. I think that that is a, a big point because that person, they're basically the head coach of the offense. That, yeah, that's, it's got to be a dyna- it's got to be a dynamic dude, man. You'll get eaten alive if if not. I've seen guys get eaten alive in in that setting that just were maybe great offensive minds, but just weren't ready for that kind of that kind of management position. Um, I do wonder this too, show, and I don't know the I should know the rules before I ask, but but at the end of the day, like I you have to ask permission, right, to to interview a coach as long as you're going to upgrade him. Yeah. Like, like you can't go interview you can't go interview Troy Walters to bring him in as your wide receivers coach, correct? I don't think so. No, unless, well, I mean, unless for for certain circumstances, like Eric Bieniemy is, uh, who isn't uh, allowed to be a head coach yet, he is getting uh, request to interview for okay. the same for lateral position. He's being requested to be uh, the offensive coordinator. So I, th- I think you can do it, right? I mean. Because there's maybe, about five maybe, teams that have tried to maybe do that you, with him. Yeah, is maybe you have to ask permission. Did somebody just ask for for Pep too? Did somebody ask permission? Yeah, for Pep? The, Pep? Jets, the Jets. Yeah. I believe, Pep maybe? Is, is Miami Kurt. turned it. Who was it? Who was it? The I Jets. think it may have been Robert Sala. Was it yeah. the Jets? It was the Jets, and they and and he was he's still technically the OC here. Mm-hmm. He turned it down. Said he wanted he got two years left on his deal. Yeah, I, I'm just, I guess I'm just curious what those. What those rules are relative to requesting interviews, and are you giving them a raise? Are you are you lateral moves? How does that all work out? Maybe it doesn't matter for position coaches, and all these guys will be considered position coaches. They're not current OCs or DCs. Big 
three and three. Number two. All right, the uh, the big news around the league as we talked about a bit. Tom Brady, he is uh, he is retiring uh, and uh, says he's retiring from football for good. But Clint, for some reason, you ain't. You're not completely sure. No. Nah. Like really? Like what, what? Like you? You think there's it? You think there's still a chance that somebody could reach out to him and talk yeah. him into playing? Absolutely. I like. I, I I believe that. Yeah. I just. I just don't. I just don't. I don't watch. And and I know KJ Wright said it too. Like I don't. I didn't watch. Like it was a mess. And it, it was not good offensively for. I mean, don't, they didn't fire the offensive coordinator for no reason. I mean, it, it was. It was clearly a mess what we watched in Tampa Bay, and, and I'm as disappointed as anybody in what I saw. But I, I did I, I don't I didn't look at that and go, damn, Brady's old. He just can't do it anymore. Um, they were bad, and and a lot of folks are bad at any age. I I just don't think that age is what's going to get him now. If he's completely fatigued to the game and 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 how he has to approach the game year round and be away from family and and. And and you know I guess ultimately suffer in every facet of his of his personal life in order to be a quarterback. Then I get that, but I, for me I just I see you plug Brady into a, a organization like San Francisco. Maybe not maybe not Las Vegas, but 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 San Francisco. I was gonna say which teams are you thinking like like you'd be like all right. I mean, the I, it's got to be that it, offensive it, line. It, it's got to be a team that that protects Tom, plays with a great defense and protects Tom Brady with a good run game and has the pieces in place that that they're ready to to rock and roll and and so I, I would say and I would imagine there has to be some kind of little personal personal history there relative to like the San Francisco it's where he grew up watching ball going to games um or the team he rooted for obviously different 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 grounds but um yeah I, I just I think there's I think there's a high it's highly likely that this dude that's I mean one of the most competitive dudes we've ever seen in sports. I think it's highly likely that he gets a month into this thing again and and gets the itch. <laughs> See, I, I we just had KJ uh, right on, and and I think what he said was interesting, and I and I kind of leaned it to him, and and obviously you can attest to this. You you've played it, it like what 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 KJ said was it didn't look like he was enjoying. I agree with football. that. Football and and like you're 46. You have the accomplishments that he has. He's the greatest winner of all time and currently the GOAT. Uh, like, you got seven rings. You got a, a – like, like a, you weren't having fun and you getting hit like he was getting yep. hit. Like, it just looked like it – it just looked from a deal of, like, oh, this ain't fun. This ain't fun. And maybe it, it looks like it's time to take the, the, the next turn. That's my deal is, is he, is he enjoying it? Do you think he, he's enjoying it? I don't think anybody it? enjoyed it in Tampa this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, but but to your yeah, that, 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 it's very that, it's, that's a, that's it's the very point likely. Me. I just think I just think the further removed he gets from everything you just mentioned, the the less he's gonna remember about how bad it was, and he's gonna. I, I just think he's gonna be in a play again. If I didn't think he could physically like like Drew Brees reached a point after everybody talked about it for a couple of years, there was probably two years where I was like, nah, he can still play. And then I turned the TV on one day and it was blatantly obvious, like, hey, Drew can't go no more. Like Drew just flat ass can't he can't he can't throw it. He can't move. He's hurt all the damn time. Uh, I just I, I don't think, I don't I, see that right now. I think he was like, all right, yeah, maybe I'll go to the Niners. Then he watched them play against Philly, and then like, <laughs> hell, Brock, watch that quarterback go. <laughs> he said, hell, they got the best offensive line option I can think of, and they just tore Brock's UCLA. UCL. I just I don't it know. It tore man. his UCLA. I've been UCLA that I took the A off. It's UCL. 
Uh, but yeah, he's got to have Tommy Johnson. Yeah, man. So I, I don't know if he's. It w- it wouldn't surprise me at all, man. Hey, if he hangs him up, man, c- congrats, man. I mean, I don't think we'll ever see. I don't ever think we'll see yeah. the the level of success that that dude played at for twenty three years. Show I saw a deal earlier with Brady. He played in three different decades, and if you take his numbers from those those decades, and and, and so three different and put them in three different uh, uh, careers, they're all three Hall of Fame first ballot Hall of Fame careers. Mm. Yeah, all three. Yeah, all three. Uh, I mean, there's multiple Super Bowls in all three decades. Uh, I mean, the, the the stats are just absolutely stupid. You think he's going to be good at this broadcasting thing? Man, <laughs> yeah, I do because I I, do, I think he is a like if he's going to do something, I think he's going he's, he's going he's going to pour his heart into it, and, and I I think he's got 23 years worth of stories to tell on on air. Um, I, so I, I, yeah, I think he, I, I do think he's gonna be all right on it. Let's see, Greg Olson, man, he's got big shoes to yeah. fill. He's, he's got the Super Bowl. He was really, really good. Uh, so the, the, uh, the thing with the TV deal is, Brady's gonna realize when he gets into it, like it's, it's a pretty time consuming deal say, as well. I was gonna say, it's a, you got to be there Thursday. If, you if you're gonna do it at a championship level, like if you, if you're gonna do it the way Tom does stuff, it's like Tom Brady's, like all this, this clothing line thing he got. Hell, it, it's in, it's in stores now. I mean, this dude. This dude, and I know he's got people working for him, but it's just like he doesn't dabble in things. Like, yeah, but this I, is I don't something that, he's got to do. Yeah, he's got twenty million a year. Yeah, yeah, he's got. He's, he's got to jump he, in over he can't his head. Send people. Right, correct. <laughs> he's got to be there. Big three at three, number three. All right, the uh, the Broncos. They, uh, as we talked about yesterday, they get the deal done with Sean Payton. The Saints. They will receive the Broncos' 2023 first round pick. That's number twenty nine overall, and then. In 2024, their second-round pick for uh, Sean Payton. The Saints send a third-round pick in 2024 back uh, to the Broncos in that deal. And now that we hear what he he went for, Clint, mm. and in Houston, you hear it too. And I know everyone is extremely excited, as you should be, with D'Amico Ryans as the head coach. You regret that at all? You, you think it back a little bit at all if you're a Texans fan? Like, damn, I, I, I wish they'd have got Sean. Uh, I, no, look, pulling, knowing that's that's what it cost. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, had had the Texans and Sean ever gotten to a point where it was serious, and I know that's, I, I sure enough wish they would have they would have went and went and got Sean Payton. No question about it. Uh, I, I think he was the higher floor coach. Um, in 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 this cycle, I, I think to me he was my number one, um, and, and a lot of had to do with my experience with him and the offensive minded side of it and the security the, the 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 success that he's had uh, in the NFL. I um I, I can't believe it. That's all it took. I mean, you, you look two and three swap. Okay, whatever. But I mean, it essentially, was a first round pick. I mean, hell, he was right. It's- it was a lot closer to what Sean said. Yeah, the, the, you know, went the, on, he went on and said exactly what it was going to be. You know the crazy thing here, like like the, knowing the Texans, they they went through this process competently and professionally, and and through all the way from start to finish. Hey, I'm cool with you meet you meet with all the dudes, and and one of them that that I happen to like, y'all didn't see eye to eye, and y'all y'all or whatever reason, y'all just went your separate ways. You at least entertained it. You crossed that bridge. I'm cool with it. The the one that the one that baffles me is the Cowboys. Now that we know that Sean Payton is mm. now that we know that he was gettable and it was basically a first round draft pick to get him, and the Cowboys instead want, doubled down on Mike McCarthy. I wonder, I, wonder if, on my I wonder if the Saints were hell bent on him going to the AFC. 
Good point. Yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. I wonder if they were hell bent on, like, saying, "Look, like, man, you got to go to the AFC." I mean, I don't know. Hell, Nick wouldn't. He sent Deshaun to the AFC. I mean, or or the price was just so much higher. Yeah. Because I, you know, Carolina was inter- interested, and then they met with him. And they they hired in the division. They hired. Yeah, <laughs> they they went ahead and hired Frank Wright. Yeah. Pretty pretty soon after they. They uh, talk with him. I just think this is a situation where both teams, the Texans and and and, and the Broncos, they both got better. And they 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 immediately both got better, and both should have success with their decisions. I think Sean Payton there is going to do work. I, what Drew Brees, who was uh, under Sean Payton for years, uh, that many of you believe absolutely, completely, one hundred percent made. Uh, Sean Payton's career said that he believes Sean Payton and, and Russell together are going to be a huge, huge combination. I think they both got better, and I think the Texans definitely uh, should improve as well. So I think both teams uh, both uh, both got better. All right, there is a coach who, uh, who spoke about a player that Texans fans, I'm telling you, you better keep an eye on. You better keep an eye on. Some of you ain't going to like it. But you better keep an eye on. We'll let you hear that. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right. um, All right, Houston. I I think this is something that many of you, I know I'm I'm working with two people who, who may have a problem with this too. But I think this is just one to keep in your mind. Uh, we talked about this a bit last year, but this was Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, addressing one of his uh, quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo. I wish you guys could see Jimmy being back, and if so, what what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. Yeah, no, I gotcha. <laughs> for, for starters, man. Kyle Shanahan is so cold. It's unbelievable. I to mean, Jimmy, it, <laughs> Jimmy is, dead, and he ain't one with nobody like he's one with Jimmy. And he, I mean, last year he about said this, said it like this last year. Here he goes. No, I can't see no scenario. Well, you, you <laughs> look. The funny thing is, he's sitting right next to Lynch and, and the general manager, and, and the general manager doesn't speak up. Hell, Kyle says, "No, uh, uh-uh. no, I got no, you. I ain't, I ain't gonna give you a chance." Yeah. So no. It, once again, it doesn't matter what Jimmy does if he's there and he's he's a hellacious safety net before he gets injured again, um, or 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 what he does, or he takes you to a damn Super Bowl. It's just not gonna be enough. For Kyle Shanahan, so. and I and I get why you want to move on past him. Sure. But my God, man, he do, he doesn't he doesn't yep. hold any punches at all. I'm just curious, man. 
Do y'all do y'all think that one's out of the question? Jimmy being here? Absolutely not. I'm just is it out of the say, question? I just no, no I just not. I, I think I think it is I think it is something fans should just pay attention to, just to look at. I mean, like we thought there were connections last year. I mean, there are real connections this year. Like we we see them interviewing the uh the the uh the passing game coordinator from the 49ers yep. the last couple of years the head coach now was in was with the 49ers the last 6 years the time that Jimmy's been there and and the general manager drafted him <laughs> in yeah. New England so i uh, just saying like that that is one to keep an eye on and we just heard now we heard very similar to this last year but i think it's really true this time we heard uh, Kyle Shanahan just say uh, there is no scenario where he envisions and sees uh, Jimmy Garoppolo back. I just that's one to watch for, to to really watch for. That could be a real possibility, Clint. Uh, especially if they if they decide to go, hey man, we want to get yeah. one of these big defenders. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I'm, look, I, I'm clearly I, I'm not, and I'm not going to change my oh, my yeah. song and dance now. I I don't I don't think Jimmy like I'm I'm going to be very frustrated if if they believe that Jimmy G is the guy uh, for the future. Now, if I can, I can meet you in the middle. Just holding on for a little bit. Well, no, look, I can meet you in the middle if it's D'Amico, who is here, who knows Jimmy Garoppolo, and all of a sudden it's it's Slowick, the the the, the Bobby Slowick kid that's a passing game coordinator comes here, and you know all of a sudden Jimmy's free. You don't have to give anything up. You don't have to give anything up for him, uh, and and it, it's it's we are we are trying to get back to again. The eight or nine win category. I think that's the first goal here is to get back to being competitive in the division, get back to where you're respectable. And it's not going to happen overnight. You got to get to eight or nine first. And and I, I think if there, I think there's some common ground there beyond Nick Casario, of uh, some guys that I can look at and go, okay, they they clearly believe because of firsthand knowledge of this guy being the the the, the trigger man in their offense that he's the guy for the time being right now. Um, I can make sense of it a lot quicker, him coming here, knowing the system, and once again, that's going to help tremendously if Jimmy Garoppolo were the guy and he and Bobby Slowick is the offensive coordinator, then all of a sudden you've got a quarterback that doesn't need to learn the offense. All you got to do is get him some pieces to play with, and he can, again, very easily go out there and win you eight or nine ball games. And so I, I, I can somewhat – come around on Jimmy Garoppolo given the current circumstances beyond it was just Nick Casario on that, that tie. That tie, right? yeah. I, I, now, I can, now you're talking about, especially if it's a passing game, but you're talking about people who have worked with him. Yep. That know exactly what they're getting. And he knows the system. And it's not about, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo coming in here, taking over the locker room, leading a bunch of guys, learning a new offense. No, we don't, I don't ask you to do anything. Come in here with guys that are familiar, that you're familiar with. You already know the offense. And go out there and drive the ship, like that. To, like I, I can come around to that way of thinking. Now, I, I don't. I, I hope that D'Amico and 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 Nick don't view that as this is our future, and then we're right back. It we're in the same. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think they will do that. I, yeah, I don't think they. Jimmy's thirty. Yeah, I don't think they will view him as your future. Here from the trailer, Will and Frame text line show you said. Some things in the past, but Jimmy G, come on, man. If Shanahan didn't like him, I'm sure the other coaches talked about how bad he was too. Like I, in that locker room, I don't know why. I don't know why. Why, why part of him? 
just verbally. Yeah, that's I, rough. I, actually, I, I think that you maybe, would think there'd be a, some level of appreciation actually, in his voice, right? Yeah, and I want to I want to hear more of, of Kyle Shanahan. I haven't just listened to a lot right. of Kyle. He may just be very direct like that with everybody. That could be his style because I just don't understand why. Because he is he is loved in the locker room. Yeah, like Jimmy G is not looked at. Like you think about Russell Wilson, Jimmy G is looked at the complete opposite. In his locker room, like I, I bet D'Amico has fond thoughts of Jimmy G. Now I don't know if he thinks he's a, he's a great player, uh, but I, I think he has fond thoughts of him uh, in the locker room. So I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I'm with. I don't love it, um, especially if it is at the expense of not drafting a quarterback. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't that's, love that's it. A, that's a better way to put it. That, that's you know, a much better way to put it. Show like, like if Jimmy Garoppolo is the option. And you're going to bypass on potentially a guy you think could be a, a young franchise guy, or you know what I mean? Like, like that's that's where I get to to a a a, a spot where I, I just can't get with it. Like, I can't. Like, but if, if they don't if, see nobody they love, that's up right. There, that's right. And, that's right. If for whatever reason, I don't need you to agree. If, if for whatever reason, if Bryce Young ain't your dude, if you're worried about the size and you're more of a prototypical and you want a bigger, you want this, you want okay, I, I disagree with you, but but okay, that's fine. And you and you just say, look, there's not an answer out there in the draft. It's either a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Derek Carr or or one of these other veterans that's out there. I I, I could from from a football perspective take my my opinion of Jimmy Garoppolo out of the mix. If I were a new head coach, and I had a dude, I had the the ability to go get a veteran that that has taken a team to a to a Super Bowl, has won a lot of ball games. And know and has been in the exact offense with the exact dudes that are calling plays. And I know them. And I and I and it, yeah, good, better, and different. I, it, like I know, I know exactly what I'm, what I'm getting. Yeah, I, man. If I'm a new head coach, a defensive minded head coach, that would be a hell of a security blanket to have. Because if Jimmy didn't, Jimmy wasn't so injury prone. Jimmy would be the perfect type of guy that you sit there on your team as you're growing before you find. Your guy. It's a great like, point. You know what I mean? Great Alex Smith. Yes. Except if he could stay healthy. He just he well, just well, yeah, yeah, he but, just keeps getting hurt. But right. if he if he could stay healthy. Alex now he prepped up Kaepernick and, and prepped up uh yeah, yeah, Mahomes right behind Alex him. Alex hit the Yeah. Yeah. But if he could do well, I guess Alex hadn't had the greatest health. But in his time with with, with Kansas City, he propped it up. And we've seen that before, guys that have been the guys to set him up. That would be a perfect thing. Like you could come in here and and Jimmy G stayed healthy with D'Amico, with the guys knowing the system, and you want to try to get two, seven, eight, nine wins like that. Like that wouldn't be impossible or 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 tough to look at. Your eight nine yeah. win total, if Jim was here and they go, all right, man, we're gonna go, we're gonna go big fella at front. We're gonna go Will Anderson or we're gonna go Carter up at two, and we're gonna. We're gonna get Quentin Johnston at twelve, or or whatever, another yep. weapon at twelve. Yeah, you could, you could see that. Yep. I, like some of you, I know, just probably had heart palpitations when you hear Jimmy G, and you don't want no parts of it. I'm seeing it on the trailer, Will and Frame text line. I just, I just think it's something to look at. And depending on what they're doing, it's the now. If Bryce Young is there, and you go Carter, and there you go. My plan is we're gonna bring in Jimmy G. Well, I'm gonna have a real issue with that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. A, so, you're, but you, I mean, you you sign the the minute you bring Jimmy Garoppolo in, and I'm not saying I, I'm a fan of decisions being made this way. I'm just stating what should be the obvious. The minute you bring you bring Jimmy Garoppolo in, 
your floor skyrockets. Oh, as bad as it could be. Yeah, I mean, God, compared to the floor of Davis, oh, boy. Yeah, I, I mean, it just it, but yeah, Davis having to learn a new That's offense. The, Davis is the floor. A, a, rookie, a rookie having to learn a new offense. Um, you know, it, the, the the whole thing, man, like like a, a play caller, if you bring an unproven play caller in here out of, the, out of that system and he's having to teach it to a quarterback that he didn't bring in, a guy that he doesn't even that he didn't even know or like, doesn't know what the guy's capable of versus that coordinator going, I know exactly what Jimmy does well and doesn't do well. I know exactly how to communicate with Jimmy. I know exactly how to push Jimmy's buttons. All of those things. I mean, whether we're talking about X's and O's or we're talking about chemistry between the play caller and the quarterback, I mean – that the floor is is immediately bumped up in a big big way if Jimmy Garoppolo's brought in. Again, I just I love Jimmy Garoppolo right up until somebody says this is the we're going to put a four or five year deal on the table and you're going to take us you're going to take us to the promised land. Yeah. That's the part to uh, me that I go, "Whoa, man. I I I think you can do better." I can't believe that was a part of the plan in the in the in the interview situation. Can't believe that would be. All right. I want to see – I'm going to throw something out on the table, and I want to see if you would have the balls to do it. If you were D'Amico and Nick Casario, would you have the balls to do this? I'll tell you what that is coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Look, Clint Sterner's football at four coming up in 20 minutes, so stay tuned for that. I was thinking. I was thinking about this, Clint. We've been talking about. I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday about boy, if they go up there and you said I'd be good if they took the big fella, Jalen Carter, at two. Like if if, if D'Amico Ryan's comes in, you'd be good if they took the big fella, Jalen Carter, at two. Yeah, I want to throw this scenario out at you, and I wonder. I wonder how folks feel about it. You can seven one three. Uh, five seven two four six ten. You can jump in on it. Text in as well on the trailer wheel and frame text line. Let's say whatever the whoever the quarterback is, they want who they rank high. They rank number one is not there. Maybe Bryce Young is gone. Maybe Stroud. Whoever is not there. All right, they go like you said. All right, man, we're gonna take the best defensive guy. We're gonna take Will Anderson or we're gonna take Jalen Carter. One of those guys. We're gonna do that and we're gonna get you your Eric Armstead like you had in San Francisco, or we're going to get you your Nick Bosa, who we're hoping for, and Will Anderson. And then they have a second pick that right now is at 12. Would any of you have the balls to be like, hey, let's look at Anthony Richardson. Let's take our young quarterback there with our it second. felt like it ripped my nuts off. Their second first-round pick. Quarterback out of Florida. And, Clint, you've said this for over a year, and I don't think – Anybody disputes it. C.J. Stroud, Bill Levis, uh, <laughs> or uh, or or uh, Bryce Young. I don't think anyone disputes it. Everyone believes that Anthony Richardson, just talent-wise, is the most talented quarterback in the draft. And this would be ballsy because, yes, he's the most talented, but he is probably the one who has the biggest bust potential. Because you could look at there and you could see, I don't want to disrespect the kid and say Jamarcus Russell, but you could look at him and you could see him being what we saw Josh Allen for the first couple years and not coming out of it and just being that guy. So it has huge bust potential. But what would be your thoughts? Getting a big defensive presence there at two and then saying, all right, 12, whatever, 
My second pick, I'm going to take a chance and draft the most talented quarterback in the draft in Anthony Richardson. Highest Which, ceiling, highest bust potential. You, and you, you believe you know, that, right? Firmly. Firmly. I, look, I, they're, they're, I, I think I, what, I, what I said about Anthony Richardson before he ever started a ball game this year was he is the guy that I could see, because of his talent, skyrocketing up the draft boards if he does come out. Now, he didn't have a very good season. It was very inconsistent. Even with this um, season, he still has jumped up yeah, the yeah. board. But, but, but I, and I, I believe this. It, when, you, when you go to the combine and he has his private workouts, if and when he throws and runs and all those things, I think he, he is the one guy with the potential to climb, I mean, in a big, big, big way. Uh, here, here's my concern with Anthony Richardson is the, the mental aspect of the game and the mental aspect of life. And I'm not saying that I don't know. That, that's the biggest concern. You is, don't know is, the kid. Yeah. Like when when you look at Bryce Young, Nick Saban's out there going when when you're when you're big when your leaders are the best people on your football team, it's powerful. Like I, I, that checks a box for for me in terms of a guy being mature and and and, and I'm not even talking about being able to like process defenses. I'm talking about handle life as an adult outside of college and, and and with money and with adversity and with expectations and with people taking shots at you. I'm not saying Anthony Richardson can or can't. I, I'm saying that I don't know. Yeah. And 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 I'm and I believe I believe this. If Anthony Richardson, even with a tough season, if Anthony Richardson was A plus mentally on the field and off the field, and there were no question marks in his ability to process. And I'm I'm just talking about process oh, at a, at a college. One pick. No question, question about it. So that that puts me to a place. There's something there that scares me about Anthony Richardson. There's something there that makes that what you just said very very true in terms of the biggest bust potential. I we can all watch Anthony Richardson go. That that guy right there has the highest ceiling in the bunch. When you watch him, when you look at his measurables, when you watch him run, you watch him throw. 6'4", 230. I mean, he's going to run his ass off. Real quick, somebody on the text line, trailer wheel and frame text line said, so this is basically Malik Willis. No, 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 no. This is, this is, Malik ain't, Malik ain't near that big and Malik ain't near, he ain't got that arm. We, yeah, we saw, like, that was the like, thing. It's, it's, no, what it is, is very Josh Allen-like coming out of Wyoming. Yeah, yes. Horrible fair. completion percentage. Felt like he had a whip that he can't control. Inconsistent, inaccurate, huge arm, huge body. Just as athletic, yeah. can maybe even more athletic. Anthony Richardson is one of those guys, and, and I'm not saying he is this player. I'm just simply, Josh is a great example. But if you think back at, at like, Cam Newton, and, and you think back at, like, some of the Lamar Jackson stuff, I'm trying to give you power five options of guys that you saw. Like when when I watch Anthony Richardson, and it's not all the time because he, hell, he only started consistently for one year. It's not all the time, but when you throw on an Anthony Richardson film, there are times in a game, like Georgia, like 12 out of 14, 10 out of 14 opponents Georgia faces, they're like the quarterback, the running back, the wide receivers, they, they just disappear. I mean, it's like they it's like they're running in mud. They they just don't they they just don't even compare. Anthony Richardson is a guy that even if his team's getting their tail whooped, you watch Anthony Richardson. There'll be four or five plays where his speed is different than them dudes at Georgia, where his size is a huge advantage versus them dudes at Georgia and them dudes at Alabama and them dudes at Tennessee kind of deal. Now he'll follow that up with a bonehead play that you're like, oh, to hell with it. But that is there with Anthony Richardson. Um, 
I would I would not. <laughs> That's gonna say. Would you have the balls to do it? Could you pull the trigger? I, if if I sat down with you, I'm gonna tell you, man. This I can't I can't answer it just and that's, straight and up. The, and I, that's I why you got to know who the who is working with him. The co- the quarter the coach. I got to sit across. Court. I got to sit across the table from Anthony Richardson, me, and I got to feel like I'm sitting at the table with a six, quarterback. Let me ask you this: six four, and and this is the, this is the question. Trailer willing frame text line seven one three five seven two four six ten. You can jump on it. Would you Would you be there? If D'Amico Ryan's Nick came together and said, all right, man, we're going to draft one of these top guys at two, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, and with that second pick, we are going to take the biggest risk of the draft. Somebody's going to take it, and Anthony Richardson is the biggest risk because he has the highest ceiling of any quarterback in the draft, but he has the biggest bust potential potentially of anybody. Would you have the balls to do it? Let me ask you. When you watch what Jalen Hurts does, when you watch what Justin Fields has done this year, I'm not going to use Josh Allen, but I'm going to use those two guys. Is Anthony Richardson talented and capable to play the game to the level they play it? Does he have that talent? Fields, what we've seen from Fields, no question. Jalen Hurts, that the jury's still out on that. On the pass, the throwing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jalen, Jalen has come so far. Where look again, I, I think Jalen doesn't have accuracy issues. Jalen, um, now when you bump him up against dudes like Pat Mahomes, he doesn't have that arm talent, doesn't have that arm strength, doesn't have that ability. But but he doesn't at an NFL level. He can stand in a pocket and deliver the football accurately to all all levels of the field and the entire route tree. Anthony Richardson has some serious inconsistency issues that have killed many a career. Um, can he overcome that? Um, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy that, that could climb the charts and go top 10 or a guy that, that could fall into the second, third round. Yeah, I mean, you're taking I mean, a chance. Someone we'll text in, uh, projects aren't first-round picks except for Josh Allen and Lamar say? Jackson. Projects aren't first-round picks except for Lamar Jackson, Ooh. who's won an MVP, and, jo- and Josh Show, Allen. So you can throw your boy about, in there. And, and, and Patrick Mahomes. There you, you go. You can throw that sucker in there Potentially was a project. That, see, when you say Mahomes, that's, that's, that's one there, too. Um, I remember when the Chiefs moved up moved up in the draft. To me, it was like, yeah, Deshaun. Go get Deshaun. He, right. lo- he looks mm-hmm. like Donovan McNabb on steroids, a guy that Andy Reid had had before. But instead, what they did was, we see a guy that looks like Brett Favre on steroids, and we're going to go and grab the most. We're going to roll the dice yep. on the most talented guy there. But they also had Andy Reid that you felt like could yep. Could, could, I, that's why I think the offensive mind is very, very yeah. important. So sometimes it is like go get the most talented dude. You go, although you're you taking go, a you risk. go get Greg Roman and Anthony Richardson. Oh, now and come build on, around him. Come on, like you get like Greg I, Roman I, in I can there. Be that's real football horny about that. He now. looks like he could at least be cap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, look, here's here's the deal, man. And, and I and I I can't. I don't know how to say it. I don't know. How, I don't. <laughs> I mean. When I watch a guy, I, I, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll paint a picture instead of say it because I don't know if, I don't know that I that I, it, like when I watch a guy and there are extreme highs and lows in his emotions during a game, and when I watch a a, a guy play and it's it, it's a struggle of a game like all NFL games are you have ups you have downs especially young quarterbacks, um, and and. And the the camera pans over, and the coach is trying to talk to him, and he and he looks like a zombie. He's looking through the coach, over the coach, around the coach, almost like he's checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying he's doing it willingly. I'm just saying there's something there's something there about the dude that can that can stay level headed in all in in those most intense moments, and and 
you know, dial in on exactly what the coach is saying, then go out there on the field and dial in on exactly what the the strong safety's doing. And and when he rolls down in my mind, I know the weak side corner's belling, so I know I've got that out route over to my left. You know, th- those kind of like that's my concern for him. That that is oh, my concern a, for him. You, you, high levels of it. You yeah. watch. You watch C.J. Stroud. You watch Bryce Young. Um, even Will Levis, I think Will Levis gets a little too high at points. I, I think he's got some issues. He's got to settle down a bit. But but you watch those top guys, and, man, it, it's cool as a cucumber. It's conversational. It's They're out there in an in a, in a absolute street fight, but they come to the sideline and sit down and have a, just a, a conversation over over dinner type, type look in their face. I don't know that Anthony has that. That scares me about Anthony Richardson. Couch it however you want. That is the picture I'll paint and say that scares me. And Willie, a lot of guys, a lot of guys show can't come out of that. And and that turns a lot of general managers, rightfully so, turns a lot of general managers off. Yeah. I, the reason why I would have the balls to do it is one, like I said, and we've said, well, he's the most talented guy there. But you got four first round picks over the next two years, which means you have you you have and, and and other picks as well in the top three rounds where you have high high draft capital to play with a little bit, and you're not stuck in terms of w- with what you pay first round quarterbacks like you were when like Sam Bradford was like yeah, you're, right, this right, is right. a situation where all right we draft one <laughs> and we're screwed for, like the Jets right now. Aren't apt. I mean, they could go get another quarterback if they wanted to. I mean, with the, the amount of money they're paying. So it's not like, all right, we draft him. And like Jamarcus Russell, we've invested $56 million in him or whatever yeah. he got. So though, those are the two reasons why I could I could see you doing it, especially like when you, you start talking, put Greg Roman in there with him, a part of the staff. Like you got to really be intentional on who you're putting around him. It's, it's, it's just something because the, the kid has – has has Ooh, it all. It's special. I can't wait. And, and the way the game is running, we're seeing quarterbacks play this yeah, way. And, yeah. and and now once got to the Super Bowl yeah. this way. Yeah, it, it shows. It's just that one. Cam Newton, he went to the sideline and would smile. You'd see that beautiful million-dollar smile in, in, in the heart of a, of a true battle, right? A true football battle. And then you got guys like Jalen Hurts who you look over there and he's stone stone-faced killer in the middle of a battle. Like I look, I look at Anthony Richardson. I'm like, I ain't sure he's with us. I don't know which one he is. Is he is he in the stadium? Yeah, that yeah. scares that scares the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. What you got coming up? Well, look here. I, I got uh, I got these Texans making a huge jump from winning three ball games this year. Show may or may not uh, agree with me. I'm gonna do my damnedest to talk him into this one. I, I got a, I got the Texans winning nine ball games this next season, and I got a couple of reasons why. Stick around. Let me know if you're gonna buy into my nine wins in 2023. For the Texans, that's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 